All right. It stresses me out just a little bit. But, okay. <laughs> Whatever you do it. It's great. Let me frame this. I feel like I also want to change this. All right. Fiddle with it for a second. Yeah. We'll do that. So Fiddle my thing with it. That's what they call me. Fiddle with it? Mm-hmm. Fiddle with it. That's a pretty Fiddle cool name. I've been rewatching a lot of Seinfeld the last couple weeks, and it's good. It's a it's good, so fun good. thing to be Anytime re-watching. I rewatch it, I'm like, yeah, this like, is one of the best shows ever. <laughs> like I sent you guys that screenshot that I made my background, which is just George, this picture of George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so funny. It's, so it's great. Too <laughs> All right. Yeah, we actually have a Seinfeld episode if you want to go. Yeah, if you want to yeah, check that do. out, you can That's find true. out what Jared and I think about Seinfeld. I don't yeah. care about what you think about it. I just right. like to like it. Great. Well, we also don't care about what you think about it, so stop talking about it. Okay. Sorry about that. Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night, everybody. Jared, Lucas, how are you guys? I'm doing, doing well. so swell. You're good? I'm glad to hear He's it. well and I'm swell. Well and <laughs> yes. swell and I'm Dell. You decide the, which is better. computer company. <laughs> the computer. Oh, you're powered Dell. Powered by Intel. I'm I Dell. Microsoft. I'm Dell powered Dell. by Intel. With swell and well. Um, so, guys, I've been doing some research about Game of Thrones. I disagree. Oh. Um, I just finished it yesterday. Oh, that's fun. And so in between finishing it yesterday and recording this podcast, I've done a bunch of um, uh, research, and I found out that there were actually, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 different alternate pilots that they wrote the entire script for. Whoa. Um, Jeez. For Game of Thrones, like this show, not For Game of uh, Thrones, the, the show. Well, they were kind of spinoffs. And uh, okay. interestingly what enough... what would look like or what would it be? Yeah. Interestingly enough, all of them had a different name that rhymes with Game of Thrones. So I've decided to turn this into the Game of Rhyme Zones... Um, I don't know if you guys have ever used the website Rhyme Zone. Um, yeah, of no, course. No, I haven't. Well, I've heard I have, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I used the website Rhyme Zone to make up um, 12 different fake Game of Thrones shows. <laughs> and what I've done is I've also found the scripts for all of these shows. And um, I'm going to read to you one line from the script... And you have to tell me what game of TV show. Oh, that so is the from. game of stays. Thrones is the yes. Thing that game changes. of stays okay, and okay. Thrones okay. changes to a and different. There are twelve. Thing. There are twelve. Cool. So yeah, that sounds about right. We're just gonna go. We're just gonna go. Uh, one and the other. It, it'll go quick. It'll go real quick. I I also tried to organize them from easiest to hardest. Mm. So, who would like to go first? I'll take a stab. Yeah, let's have Jerry. Okay. Um, This one says, We keep calling each other back and forth, but we never get each other at a good time. Game of phones? Very good. Okay, that's a point for Jerry. Oh, I love this game. Um, (laughs) Lucas, this one is for you. Okay. Um, And I'm glad that this landed for you. I'd like to purchase a Snickers bar with one skeleton dollar, please. Game of Bones. <laughs> yes, that yes. is very true. Nice. Okay, this one I'm actually now, yesterday when I made this game, I thought it was easier, but this one might be kind of hard. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Jared, this yeah. game rocks. 
Game of Stones. Very good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very good. <laughs> Lucas. That's perfect. This one actually was a spinoff of another show, uh, so that's kind of interesting. It says, Leslie Nope, I've invented a game and you need to play it. Um, man, game of... Uh... I got it. Parks and Recreation. I have okay, no that's a good guess, but that's wrong. Uh, Jared, we'll throw it back to you. It's the game of cones. Very oh, good. Of cones of yeah. Dunshire uh, yeah, and yeah, Game of Thrones of had kind of a cross. Of yeah. Okay, Jared, this I'm one's back arbiter. to you. <laughs> Jared, this is back to you. Okay. My monthly payments are barely covering interest. Game of Loans. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That hits close to home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, Lucas, breakfast is ready. Ooh, man, is that... Uh... You've got this. I know you've I got, got it. I got it. <laughs> Did we finally find a game that Lucas is going to lose Lucas is for bad sure? at, that Ooh. Lucas will lose? Uh, <laughs> game of... Open the door. Uh, no, it is not that. Uh, Jared, back to you. Yeah, Niall, this sounds like a game of scones. Oh, <laughs> that is true. Brother. Very good. Okay, Jared, this one I think is going to be your one. Like, you would get this one either way. Okay, yeah. If I twist this knob, the guitar sound gets way more strongled. I... I'm not sure, okay. but I'm going to say the game of tones. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, okay. man, nice. That's what I was going to say. Very good. <laughs> okay, Lucas, I think this is the one where it starts getting much more difficult. Oh, goody. Um, Lucas, say something only the real Lucas would know. Game of... I have no. Idea. <laughs> I feel uh, like Jared looks like he's got game it. of. Uh, no, I don't know. Game of drones. Uh, that is that is a good guess, but that is not correct. Dang it. Um, Jared, hmm. back to you. It's a Lucas, right? Yeah. Say something only the ri- well. Actually, and rat this is and interesting. Doesn't rhyme with three. I, yeah, yeah. I wrote it down for either. Oh, gotcha. Um, so say something only the real Jared would know. Game of clones. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. Man, yeah, I was so. I, I was so. Uh, yeah, yeah, like thinking of a Lucas. Thing, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't have put a name. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. bad. That's good. Okay. That's good. That's Jared, good. back to you. Yep. We're going to have to put this off until a later date. <laughs> Game of postpones. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay, Lucas. Rest okay. in peace, gone too soon. Game of um stones. Okay, <laughs> you're very close. <laughs> no, it's got to be. Do you want to take one more try? Oh no, I I don't want to receive right. pity. Back to Jared. Jared can. Yeah, I think this is two possible answers. Okay. One is Game of Gravestones or Game of Tombstones. I have Tombstones tombstones. written, but I would have accepted either. Okay. That is very good. (laughs) 
I couldn't hey. think of the name of the stones. I just knew there were stones <laughs> and that we had already said stones, but I still said it anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, Jared, you're back up. This is a this is a Ned Stark quote, actually. Mm. Ned Stark has said this in this one. Excuse me. He says, teenagers, you never know when they're going to tell you they hate you and break every window in your house. Ned Stark says that? Yeah. Well, he doesn't actually well, say he, that. Well, in this pilot. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. In this pilot. Like, yeah. when did he say he that? He didn't end up saying that in the official series. But it was, um, it was scripted. They just cut that line out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'm stumped on this one. You're stumped on it. Okay. Yep. Lucas, do you want to take a shot? Uh, could you repeat the quote? Yeah. He says, teenagers, you never know when they're going to tell you they hate you and break every window in your house. Um, I have no clue. <laughs> All right, yeah, this is this is one of the hardest ones for sure. Okay, um, it is, uh, the game of hormones. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. Okay. You should have made it more about sex. That would, yeah, I probably should have, but I was trying to avoid any of us talking about sex. But here we are. Um, I mean, it's Lucas, a pretty big part of Game of Thrones. That's true. That's actually true. <laughs> I just don't feel like it should be before the theme song, personally. But, um, yeah, because a lot of people just listen to the before yeah, part, yeah. and they, you know, and they don't they like know they're going to get some exactly about wholesome lies. family content. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, Lucas. Yes, sir. This one is the last one. Pressure's I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of any of those things before in my life. Hmm. Game of Groans. Uh, no, that's not it. Jared, do you want to try to take uh, this one? Um, the Game of Unknowns. Very good. That is correct. Oh, that's it? <laughs> nice. Very good. Ooh. All right. That well, was a phonetic rhyme, not a spelling rhyme. That's very good. Yes, that's true. Very nice. Yeah, I'll take them. All right. Well, um... You know, the game I'll, I'll leave, guys. That was pretty bad. That was, yeah, that that was, was truly that embarrassing. Was <laughs> um, Jared, as your prize for winning, uh, yes. you will not get um, decapitated um, at, oh. the king's, at the king's request. Oh. And Lucas, you, you will be, unfortunately, I will be. Decapitated, decapitated. But not until we're done recording this week's episode of Man Cave. <laughs> and I edit it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you and edit it, and, get it up. and then post it, and then you'll get the cap. <laughs> okay, that's pretty fair. I, I'll uh, I'll do that for you guys. Thanks, man. And welcome back to welcome Man back Cave to Man Cave Movie. Right. Night. Yep. What? What's huh? up? Did you say something? Sorry, I just no, blocked I, out for well, like 20 just, seconds. Were you doing the I didn't intro? Know, I didn't know who was going to do the intro. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night, everybody. Um, how are you guys doing? So well. Yeah. I'm excited doing to talk swell. about the show. Doing swell. <laughs> Good. Well and swell I'm, again. I'm excited to talk about this show, too. Um, as I said in the intro, I just I slammed it. Yes. Well, I slammed the ending of it yesterday to try to get done so that we could do an episode about it this week um so i I watched 
almost all of season seven on Saturday, and then all of season <laughs> oh eight on Sunday. Woof. That is That's a lot of a content. Lot. Yeah. It was a lot. And I, what I didn't realize is that season eight, three of the episodes are twice as long as a standard episode. Yeah. So it might as well have been a nine episode season, even though it was only six episodes. And I was not ready for that. <laughs> so it, it's but hey, you did it. Schedule yesterday, you but did I it. did it. I did it. And honestly, I kind of like that I did it that way. That's good. good. Um, the pacing, you know. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah. I, let me jump in and yeah. say, like, honestly, almost to date, two years ago. I watched Game of Thrones for the first time. Are you serious? Two years, Isn't dude? Isn't that insane? That is wild. It happening. I remember so talking about it So it was pretty it on early on, yeah, on the podcast. Uh, I said, I think it was during our favorite TV shows, I put it on there. And I, I mean, oh, yeah. I still think it stands there. Uh, this show has its flaws, obviously. What? No. But, but, hear me out. It has its flaws. But at the same time, the the good in it is some of the best ever made yeah right so you can kind of weigh it how you will i think it's still one of my favorites and i think it's still one of the best tv shows ever made did it stick the landing we'll get into that <laughs> now as soon as i watched it i feel like i recommended it to everyone mm-hmm. i was like dude if you haven't seen it i know you you've clearly heard that it's good uh please just go watch it please go watch it please go watch it and i, I preached that for a little while and nobody took me up on it. <laughs> and then for some reason, two years later, everyone I know is watching it. <laughs> so you guys just That's watched funny. it. Everyone in my D&D group is watched, oh, has wow. watched or is watching it now. You know, so like I can just have these conversations left and right. But the one that means the most to me, of course, <laughs> is this, this episode, this podcast with you guys. That's so nice. I See, um, I know exactly why people are watching it now. Because it's the reason I'm watching it now. And it's because of House of the Dragon. Because Game of Thrones is mm-hmm. relevant again. And so I'm like, I watched House of the Dragon first. And I was like, hey, you know what? This is pretty good. I actually really liked House of the Dragon. And then I started watching Game of Thrones right after it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have not watched House of the Dragon yet, and I'm probably going to take a little break before I do. Mm, I thought you were supposed to watch uh, all of that today. Like, yeah, because you were doing yeah, a day doing thing. Three right? days okay. in a row thing. I will. So you can How many episodes is House of the Dragon? Ten. Ten? Oh. All right. <laughs> but none of them are excruciatingly long. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, they're only That's 90 minutes you, each. Like, and you only have great. to watch, like, four tough birthing scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard that it's pretty rough. But hey, but there's just as much incest in this one as there is. Oh, I'm, I'm sure yeah, there's yeah. way more because it's about the Targaryens, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there is more. Because yeah. they talk like, about more. In terms of incest in House or in Game of Thrones, there's really kind of one main incest situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. even like really happen all that frequently you know yeah but whereas the targaryens is like that's like the one of the pillars of that house yeah it's like a house of the dragon is better marketing for for the targaryens to use in the Mm. world but they could just go by the house of incest because that's what they're known for Um, I'd say there's it's what also, they're known for, probably, and it's what they're good at. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I can think of two other cases of incest in Game of Thrones. Okay, one that family over the wall, 
that okay, uh, yes. Tarly, oh, Sam Tarly, kind yeah, of but helps out. Yeah, and that was horrible. Different so, type uh, of incest. Yeah, yeah that's like different. And the other one is like, and maybe it's not incest. I just remember being grossed out by the situation. But that's um, the guy from Harry Potter. I can't think of his name, but I know Robert he's a squib. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, uh, Filch? the guy from the Bridges. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. uh, uh Great. No. No. Talent so, men. So we've all seen it yeah, for yeah. sure. I, <laughs> it's the guy. I don't know why his name is. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, that guy he has some weird family relationships. Yeah, that's going true. On. That's true. And Wal- course, Walter Frey. Walter Frey. Yeah, Walter Frey. Frey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jon Snow and Daenerys also incest. Well, yeah, yeah but not intentional. But... Technically, whatever. But then also here's that's why you here's never one. look up your twenty three in me. You know? <laughs> I, I've got another one. Uh, I love that this is just becoming list all of the cases of incest. <laughs> yeah, right. How about hey, the first the time? How about the first time that Theon goes to the Iron Isles? Oh, and he's picked oh, up by was, Yara. That was yeah, and then finds out afterward that. She's his sister, and sister. she just wanted to see if he was like a slimy, nasty person or not, and he totally was. I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty messed see, up. Woof. Yeah, woof. I remember that, and I was just like, ah. Yeah. So we're we're fully talking about the show now. Obviously, if you click on any of our episodes, there's full spoilers. So like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like surprise, like, oh wait, what? How is it incest between Jon Snow and Daenerys? Like, yeah. If also, you're interested yeah. at all, I would say don't listen. Uh, yeah. Maybe stop now. Like you're like, oh hey, there's some interesting things you guys have talked about, but we're really mm-hmm. gonna dive into spoilers. And yeah, I would say However, I, I, I do recommend it ultimately. Yeah, like, I do not like the eighth season, which we'll talk about. But yeah, I think another thing to be said though uh, on the topic of spoilers mm-hmm. is that this show had been out for a while before I watched it, and I had a lot of like the bigger pieces of things spoiled to me, like. Jon Snow coming back, for example. Yeah, yeah. Because that was all over the internet when it happened. It was like, Jon Snow can't really be dead. What? (laughs) Really? And then he came back and everyone was like, he's back! And I was like, okay, so I know that that's good. Oh, really? And I was like, what? That's Did crazy. They just do. That's crazy. No, yeah, but I yeah. so I knew that his death was coming, but I was kind of surprised at how many things in the show I didn't know about. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And so um it was very fun to watch without spoilers. Um what I will add though is that I know that this show is a, a big reason that a lot of people at least around us haven't watched it is because of the content, you know? Um yeah. it it can get pretty heavy and it can it can be pretty uncomfortable in terms <laughs> yes, of sure. um, <laughs> like the sex side of things, but then in also terms of violence, violence and just and situational uncomfort, <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it, it crosses a lot of uh, boundaries that are set by other shows. Yeah. And so listening to this podcast might be a good way to kind of enjoy how cool of a show it is yeah. without necessarily... <laughs> needing to sit through all of that yeah i will say the sex to that i say grow up (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man it's pretty rough they they chill out a lot with the sex in like the latter half it's really mostly the first couple seasons where it's like really like which is kind of true form for a lot of shows yeah um, they like, oh, they okay, kind of lean heavy on that because they know it'll get them press or whatever but then the story kind of takes over yep um but yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as Niall where like I knew a lot of things that had happened, but there was still a ton that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good thing to point out that none of us watched it, Jared included, as it was airing. 
So we all watched yeah, it binge yeah. style. So none of us were like, oh man, I can't wait for the new season or the new episode. Like we didn't have to wait for any of that. We just were able to watch it all at once. And honestly, yeah. I think that contributes a lot to why people hate the latter two seasons is because mm-hmm. how long they had to wait, all Big the theories, time. you know, all all the excitement just for them to be disappointed. <laughs> and because like they're because I watched a lot of it, there were certain episodes I'm like, that's really interesting that people didn't like this episode. I'll look it up and people's explanation, I'm like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Case yeah. in point being, the main thing is that Arya kills the Night King. That was just kind of like a, oh, okay. I just kind of watched yeah, that I was, episode and it I happens. was okay with that. I, I thought yeah. that was dope just because I like Arya so yeah. much. <laughs> but I was reading and that's like the thing people hate the most about that episode. Really? And a good comparison mm. that I read that someone was like, if you don't fully get it, this is why. It's like, imagine if in Harry Potter, you build up to this huge fight between Harry Potter and Voldemort. And right as they're about to fight, Luna Lovegood comes out of nowhere and kills Voldemort before they can. And I'm just well, like, I was okay, gonna say, you know what? That sure. honestly pisses me yeah. off now that I kind of have that angle. As because soon it would have been better to up, have though. a Jon Snow and Night King battle. Yeah. Like, I, I'm fine with what they did, but that would have been better. I, I, however, think that when you said that, it immediately made me think of Harry Potter when Neville kills the snake. Because I remember watching that in the movie and being like, okay, well, that's how it is sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, what if that's how it ends up being in the book of Game of Thrones also? Just because it's the way it is in the book doesn't mean it's Well, good. no, no, no. I mean, there, there also, will the never snake be a is book. way less, like, <laughs> that's also way less of, an, of, of a villain than... Yeah, than, like, yeah. The night well, and it's yeah. like the <laughs> yeah, no, I, if, if, if yeah. Arya had killed yeah. a White Walker, then yeah, cool. But she kills the Night Walker, and then it ends everything. Yeah. Well, and who else killed Horcruxes? Like Harry and Hermione yep. did. Ron Neville did. Voldemort did. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? Dumbledore. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it was cool to have yeah, Neville exactly. have that moment. But we're not talking about Harry Potter. We're talking about yeah, 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 We're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about another fantasy book series adapted to the big screen. Well. Um, Small screen. A, well, a it's screen. a big screen. I mean, mine's pretty big. <laughs> Flex, but all right. Wow, I just watched the whole thing mine's... on my phone. Um, <laughs> As intended. Yeah. In with this. the brightness but... all the way down. <laughs> Here's the thing that I want to bring up. We're going to get into questions now. Oh, and we can kind of thread some other stuff in here and there, but I'm about structure today. Um, This show has a tendency of kind of splitting people up into different pairings and groups and and these pairings kind of switch season by season typically you'll kind of get a season of people together in one way and then they kind of move around and um i just love a good duo and so i want to know what you guys think in this show was the best duo and i'm bummed that i'm going last because i'm scared that my answer is going to get taken yeah i'll i'll go first on this one cool um i do think mine might get taken if I don't go now. <laughs> yeah, sure. go ahead. Um, and it's Arya and the Hound. Yeah, nice. that's mine. <laughs> I think those two were very, you know, obviously separate characters. Um, but having this really strong-willed, with no experience person who is dead set on achieving this goal, right? Um, as an Arya. With the Hound, which is someone with a ton of experience who um, really doesn't have a set goal, it seems like. Um, And they kind of just work off of each other. He's like, I just don't want to die. And she's like, no, I want to get revenge. Having them play off of each other and this like battle of what's the morally right thing to do? Is it either, do I take care of myself first? Do I take care of, you know, what 
do what's right, you know? Um, and so it's an interesting dynamic. And then obviously juxtaposed with their experience levels yeah. and their just character design difference. One yeah. is a small girl. The other one's a massive human man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but like a disproportionately large man. Like he's yeah. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Insanely big. And then also with the backstory of, I believe the hound was the one who killed Arya's wolf. Her dire yeah, wolf. The, the dire wolf and the friend. The butcher And boy. the friend, yes. The butcher's boy, yeah. Yep. And so just having like that history and then having them work together was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Uh, every everything that they did together, I wanted them to continue to travel, and then yeah. ultimately they they part ways, and it's a really like great scene. Yeah. Um, when I mean we're getting into spoilers when yeah. he's like, "Just kill me," and she's like, "Not a chance." <laughs> she just dude. walks away. Yeah, from she just like, he's got on. that bone just exposed, and, and like he's cordings. yelling at her as like, she's walking away. Yeah, and then obviously the hound goes on to do an incredible things yeah. after that. Um, yeah, I like that. I brought and him back. so does she. So like, the fact that they kind of elevated each other in that time they traveled was was a great duo. Yeah, it was very cool. Very indeed. Um, I <laughs> also love now that my duo. second choice is going to get taken by Lucas. I can <laughs> no, feel I it. doubt it. Maybe um, mine would be Varys and Tyrion. Ah, that was my second pick. <laughs> um, Crap. I would say Jon Snow was my favorite character, but I loved Tyrion a lot as well. And I really liked Varys. Yeah. At first, I was like not super sold on him, but the more he kind of like Same. gets Likewise. developed, the more I like him. Um, because he is a snake, but he also is pretty well motivated. Like, his motivations make sense. And I yeah. really like those two as they go to find Daenerys as well. Because after Tyrion kills his dad... And he has to escape. I'm like, oh man, that'd be cool if they went to Daenerys. And Varys is like, yeah, we're going to find that Targaryen girl. And I was like, yo, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and then I love when Tyrion does. Like, I love Tyrion and like Daenerys aren't really a duo, but um, they have great dynamic as well. Like the, yeah. Yeah. the fact that she's the queen, he's the hand, all that stuff works great too. But uh, I think Varys and Tyrion just are more constituted duo as they like make their whole travels and you know as. Varys dies at the end. How bad Tyrion feels about it and everything, but yeah, yeah, they they are very good. Just characters yeah. in general, but especially together. Yeah, Varys very quickly became one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Like not very quickly, meaning at the beginning, but he went sure. from being someone who I was just like, okay, he's here, till immediately being one of my favorite characters yeah. when he was smuggling Tyrion out of the city. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was when I was really like, okay, yeah, this like. Varys is awesome, and Tyrion's already great, and I love him. And that's when they really, I yeah. feel like, really duoed up. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'd like to make a point at that because we don't have a a question specifically of who our favorite character is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I want to say the show does a really, really good job at having a character change in like the perception of the audience. Yeah. Like honestly, like a light switch. And so my favorite mm-hmm. character is actually Jamie. Lannister. Oh, yeah, nice! So yeah. good, and it's it's as soon as he gets his hand chopped off, nice. yep. Yep. that light switch flipped. He was no longer the best at what he did, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think in a in a interview, George R. R. Martin said, "This is an example of killing a character without killing yeah. the character." Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Jamie died. That we knew. The Kingslayer. Now there's a died. new Jamie. The Kingslayer. Yeah. Died. Yeah. I think that's a good way. Now Jamie is left right. to pick up those pieces. Yep. And 
so yeah he was he was mine i mean yeah. obviously great characters all about yeah. but i just loved every scene he was in yeah well, I, I, I thought it was awesome starting from season two or i was right? gonna say yeah season yeah, one exactly. jamie i hate it but <laughs> yeah, then exactly. yeah exactly well and you hate him because you're supposed to you know yeah. like like yeah. it's a it's well done it's not like oh jamie's on screen again mm-hmm. it's like oh what is this animal gonna do <laughs> yeah and so yeah because <laughs> even like right before he gets his hand chopped off as he kills that squire in his cage like all that yeah. stuff is i yeah great it's, like, it's very well written well performed so um I so yeah also we'll talk about this later but I think that Jamie's arc in season 8 is one of my least favorite things oh, that same. happened to yeah. him just cuz I'm like same. you're ruining you're ruining all of his development anyway um that being said my duo that I'm going to pick is Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth oh nice um nice I Very good. love that dynamic between them where they are sworn enemies that now have to rely on each other mm-hmm. and develop mm-hmm. a very like strong respect and honor for each other. It's it's kind of a similar dynamic, honestly, to Arya and the Hound, but with two people who are like fully impassioned. That's like yeah, the difference yeah. between Arya and the Hound, like you said, Jared, is a little bit more like one of Arya is like full of passion and drive and motivation. And the Hound has basically become apathetic towards anything except for money and staying alive. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jamie and Brienne are both actively fighting for opposite causes, but those causes get overcome by just making it out. Yeah. And just like <laughs> just making survival. it. Yeah, just being alive. Yeah. And and then like one of my favorite developments of of season eight also is with Jamie and Brienne and the fact that they kind of like come back together just because I'm like, okay, awesome. Like I'm, I'm so glad that they continued that relationship and didn't just kind of like drop it. And, and like they gave them more opportunities to cross paths in season seven and season eight in really meaningful and impactful ways. And it just like, that that's what season two and three that they're together. Yeah. Um, yeah, it starts in but two. it's, it's a pairing that lasts the whole show. And anytime you know that they're in the same place, you're like, okay, they're going to see each other. What's this going to yeah. be like? Yeah, and, yeah. and I just love that feeling. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I really like the dynamic between Tyrion and Jamie as well. They don't yeah. really have a lot of time together, but they really care about each other. Um, mm-hmm. Which I like a lot because Tyrion is kind of the one that everyone hates, but Jamie genuinely cares for his brother, which yeah. I like a lot. I like brother relationships, and that one felt very genuine to me. Yeah. Um, with also, Jamie. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say while we're talking Lannisters, just yeah. Braun and anyone that he's ever with. Braun and Jamie, Braun and Tyrion, yeah. Yeah, the, Braun, the oh, hired yeah. mercenary. He's, yep. he's fun. He's, he's great. Awesome. And he, he does a good job of like kind of being funny and lightening the load of the scenes while mm-hmm. also not detracting at all and really adding an interesting element to everything. So he's a, I would say he's a strong honorable mention contender for yeah. just anyone he's with immediately becomes a duo yeah. because of how like character wise attractive that character is to the audience. You're like, okay, I'm attached to yeah, this these guy. Two, and now oh. his dynamic with anyone is interesting mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the one thing I will say, cause I really do like Jamie and Brienne's relationship, um, until it becomes romantic in season eight, then I hate it yeah. so much. Yeah. It's, that is and it was such just, a dumb decision. 
it felt so throwaway as well. Like it was a scene, like it it happens and then he leaves. Well, yeah, yeah immediately right undercut by, by, him, by him. And yeah. it's like, yeah, doing on, a full really? 180. It's like, if Why? you're going to do that, at least commit the character to the side yeah. that he's on now. I, they shouldn't have done it at all. Because it may like it just it's it goes against Jamie's character like yeah he's he's a lot better morally than Cersei is especially after he gets his hand cut off but he's still in love with her like as twisted yeah. and whatever that's a huge part of their characters and so him going to Brienne I was like oh come on because a huge part of the dynamic that's interesting I think is that she's in love with him and he's he's, he's unreciprocated and he's like, not yeah. and that yeah. works way better in the dynamic than. Oh man, ooh woo, Jamie gets to take my virginity right after long night. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, yeah. are you kidding me? Well, like, me? you can even, here's a, a quick installment of We Could Have Done It Better. You can have a moment like that that's like Jamie follows her out of the room and then, like, kisses her. And that's it. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, it retains this element of, like, this is a huge deal and a huge romantic moment for her. Whereas yeah. for him, it could just be kind of like a... It's literally like, a one-night Yeah, stand. like a saying goodbye, like that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. And so simplifying it that way retains that like longingness yeah, yeah, yeah. between mm-hmm. the characters while also still kind of giving a bit of a payoff and some closure mm-hmm. to that arc. Yeah, so, I, you, you know, I think we could have done that. <laughs> I definitely. There, there, there are a lot of things about season eight that basically anyone who watched the previous seven seasons could have done it better. Because yeah, yeah, um, we've kind of talked about this just in conversation, but especially Jared has brought this up where it feels like the showrunners mm-hmm. just wanted to do the things that people didn't predict. And yeah, that is yeah, a horrible way time. to write something. They, especially they as important as this. It, yeah, it feels like they wanted to add shock value. Like, oh, this happened. Like, yeah. it wasn't Jon Snow who did this. Yeah. Or, or you know, it was who got the throne or who got this or who yeah, what, killed like Every Martin. single thing. And like, it was this other person. Yeah. Or, oh, it's this other thing. And, yeah. and I'm just like, no. Like, Harry, again, like going back to that fight. And like I know, of course, like, that's not the worst problem with the ending. Yeah. Right? The Night King and no, Arya. Yeah. But it's like, no, you're building to something for eight seasons uh, like pay it off just yeah come oh, into yeah. it do it show the audience exactly what they want so and we'll get into trust me we've we'll, got we'll a talk about the end discussion but we got another question first which is um, did did you say who your favorite character was Niall? uh varus varus oh, and the varus. hound oh nice um, cool. both very compete cool. for my favorite character everything that the hound did from the very beginning even when you just truly hate him he's just so compelling yeah and then and then the first really kind of interesting insight into him is when he saves sansa from yeah from the I guys like that, that are trying to like yeah. attack her and you know and in that moment you're kind of like okay there's more to this guy than just big scary you know yeah yeah but then i think they don't even reveal it for another like what two seasons probably <laughs> before, he, before he becomes like actively showing that he's not just kill and that's all that he does yeah. and so mm-hmm. i love that they give you that quick glimpse just to get you interested 
and then kind of withhold it until later. He's he's super super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, honorable mention really quick for best duo is obviously Reek and Ramsey. <laughs> Honestly, inseparable, oh, really fun, so iconic. They're Every so time good. they're on screen, you're just Hard. laughing. You're just so having a oh, good time. Man. You just feel so energized, just ready for the day. You're like man, <laughs> those two just know how to get me going. Like just inspire yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, I start with a. a with like a montage, uh, like a supercut of all their scenes together. When I'm like having a bad day, I just watch that. Okay, <laughs> turns me right around. I, okay, okay. Here's my honorable mention for favorite character, really quick. I love okay. Theon. See, so we should much. we should talk about for, Theon for a second because yeah. he yeah. does some big duties in season three, two or three. Yeah. I think three when he mm-hmm. when he invades Winterfell, right? And at that I point, I didn't really three. care for the character that much. But when he immediately just bends over to the whim of his dad. And his sister and just, like, is totally just that. He's just the servant of his house. I'm like, okay, dude, this guy sucks. And then when he goes and takes over Winterfell and does all this crap, horrible. I'm like, this character is so dumb. Like, well-written. Dumb in-universe, but compelling as a character. I'm like, I can't wait for him to die. And then, instead of dying, they just torture him for five seasons. And I'm like, jeez, dude. And <laughs> still don't love the character. I especially don't love how his arc ends because I think yeah. that yeah. he just stayed alive for too long. I think he should have died yeah. in the Battle of the Bastards. Um, I think that would have yeah. been a lot more meaningful if he especially had died, you know, killing, um, what's his, but Ramsey, I think, right. or something, or Ramsey just killed him and he didn't even get any retribution. He just dies because he doesn't really mm-hmm. deserve, like, yeah, he goes through the ringer and he gets wrecked. He gets way more than he should have. But still, it's like he doesn't really deserve that much closure. Even still, in the in the sense that like a, a justified like a heroic ending, because he kind of does get yeah. that in season eight. I'm I like, just disagree. I uh, love Theo or Theon. Theo. I love Theon so Theo. much, and I think it's because. But like, why? Just, I'm, I'm genuinely really curious like, as why you yeah. love his character so much. And I'll tell you if you shut up for two seconds. I like. <laughs> By all means. I really like underdog type characters. Um, maybe it's just because I'm the youngest in my family, but I love the, the dynamic of a character who's like always just trying to prove himself. I think it's what makes Zuko really compelling in Avatar The Last Airbender. And, and it's what makes Theon really interesting of just trying to find a place where he's accepted. Ned Stark is dead now. And so he's lost the one person who was really being accepting of him. And he, he has that need to be accepted by someone. See, but and he goes back home, and he's not. And so he's trying to prove it. And and it's like... The thing I with just, that, though, yeah. is that he totally would have been accepted by Rob Stark. Like, that's not even a question. If he would have gone to Rob and said, Hey, you know, we grew up together. Let me fight with you. He would have been, Cool, yeah, welcome. That would, He wouldn't have even thought twice about that. Even yeah. if he had gone to the Iron Isles first and then gone back to Rob Stark, but he was just so whipped by his family and his dad. I'm like, dude, come on. This yeah, guy clearly doesn't whipped. care about you at all. He shipped you off. Why are you all of a sudden trying to gain his affection when you have these literal brothers that you grew up with that you're just abandoning and actively trying to kill? So that, I, I did not like that about his I liked him. Character. I liked no, him. I think, and I knew I, I didn't support ways. what he was trying to do, but I liked the character's motivation of just trying to prove himself and then that always just kind of putting him into a worse situation i think that it demonstrates a lot more of the concept of like 
do the thing that's right, not the thing that's going to get you the status you're looking for. Oh, how he, he should have done that? He doesn't. Yeah, that's what, that's <laughs> okay, what he should like, have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what I'm saying is he's constantly showing him just trying to do what will get him the title of of being a Greyjoy and yeah. what will get him finally accepted by his family. And in doing so, takes his family away from him and his real family, the Starks, then turn against him as well because he's turned against them. And so it leaves him totally isolated. And then he gets wrecked by Randy. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and it just wrecked. makes you feel so sick that it, when he finally gets out of it, it's this really satisfying, like, okay, like, he's he's out and he's still not okay. He yeah, saves mm-hmm. Sansa and is still, like, you know, twitching and, like, freaking out. And uh-huh. it's just, like, he finally has this new chance to do something better. And that's what I like about his arc through the last season is that now he's doing he's he's learned that lesson he's not going for a status for a title anymore he gives the crown of the iron isles to yara and he just wants to do the right thing yeah and i love that i, I do I like that. the i do like the sansa stuff that he went with sansa rather than yara because that's way more of a sister to him than Yara was. Because yeah. when Yara tries to save him, he's like, no. He immediately gives her up and doesn't. Yep. And I, I will say I like um, Theon as like... He's very consistent as Ramsay's underling. He's always just his boy. Even with Sansa. Like, he betrays her at first. Mm-hmm. Like, he totally yeah. gives her up immediately. And yep. Sansa, I will say, I do like that Sansa gets to kill Ramsay because she... Like, that sucks. Like, she, she has the worst... I mean, yeah, they both have very negative experiences as, with Ramsay. Yeah. But, um, but as far as consistently with like a wide variety of characters, Sansa gets just beat down brutalized. the most. Oh, From yeah. like, season she's, one. She's engaged or married to uh, the worst Ramsay and, uh, and Joffrey. And Joffrey. Joffrey, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Like, no one should have to go through that. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And then she is married to Tyrion. <laughs> and then. Who yep. is a good guy, genuinely, um, mm-hmm. which yeah. I do like their dynamic actually a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, but still, I mean, it's it's tough all the way through. Yeah. Like she never catches a break. No, until the end when I feel like, yeah, I think she deserves this spot. Like that's something I love is her becoming the the queen in the uh, north. Yeah, I like that a lot. I definitely yeah, like that. I love it. I would have liked it even better if Jon Snow ended up on the Iron Throne and not just <laughs> in the north. Wandering. Well, we will. We'll get to that <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, yeah. again, again. We've got to keep. We keep going on tangents, and and yeah, for good reason. It's so much content, and so... the three of us have never really talked about the show um, yeah. much. So it's, I, it's good I to just talk. Like... Played some video games on the internet with Lucas yesterday, and he kept trying to start talking about it, and I was like, "Dog, I'm waiting until the podcast." I'm yeah. Not well, Jared and I had talked about it. Before. Yeah, I know, we, we and that's why talk. especially he... I wanted yeah, yeah, to yeah, not, okay. because then we're just yeah. talking about something we've talked about. Yeah, but whatever. It's always good to yeah, rehash. That's half of this. Yeah, that's most of this anyway. But you know what's a yeah. new question that we've never heard before? I don't know I what's a new it. question. What is it? Is it my question? Well, it's not mine. Is it the one about... <laughs> okay, here's my question. I'm going to go first yeah. with this question, too, because I guarantee neither of you have this answer. Rude. But my question... If you're so confident, wait until last. Okay, I'll wait until last. That's fine. If you're so confident. I am very confident. So my question is, who is a character that you, should, you think should have either lived longer or died earlier? Because... Basically, my assumption going into the show was everyone dies. And to an extent, yeah, mm-hmm. that is pretty accurate. There are some surprises who lives, who dies, and when they die, and like that they live. But um, 
yeah, that's because just there's so much death in this show. And so, yeah, who do you think either should have lived longer or okay. died earlier? This is a tough question for me because I the answer that immediately comes to my mind is someone who I don't think dies until season seven or season eight. And so I'm like, I would okay. like for them to have not necessarily lived longer, but gotten farther with their goals. Mm. And that's Littlefinger. Oh, nice. Mm. I would have loved to see Littlefinger make it to the Iron Throne <laughs> at some point. It, it, yeah. It would have been hard yeah. to justify him on It would have been though. really hard to justify, because but the Lannisters also would have had to have 90% dead. of the things that he did were really hard to justify. Yeah, and he that's was true. Like, sure. just like snaking at him the whole time. Yeah. And so I would have loved to just see that character get to that point, and he died before he could. I loved his death, and the timing of his death I Me thought too. was really good. But I would have liked, um, I would have liked it to maybe get farther in his story before he died. So I don't know if that really counts as an answer. No, it does. It no, totally yeah, does. I think so. Okay, yeah. great. I I, so I do love that Sansa gets to kill him too because yeah. the, he's the just thing so that I didn't weird like with about her that and... scene. Yeah, the thing that I didn't like about that scene was the whole like bait and switch of like Arya comes in and then she's like, "You're being tried for murder and blah blah blah." Um, I actually did like that. I like that she was playing him. Like, well, yeah, ah! like it, it was cool, and I get why it needed to happen because he wouldn't have gone if it was going to be something else. Yeah. But also, yeah. it doesn't show any conversation between Sansa and Arya where they would have put this together. Yeah, but it's, and so it it does feel like you'll really it can be an impl- implied. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, and plus, once you're getting to the last two seasons, well, yeah, many the, conversations that should have happened, yeah, were not never happened. Big time. But I, yeah. I didn't mind that one, actually. I, I I do agree that it would have been cool to see Littlefinger go further. Yeah. But I think he got as far as he possibly could have. Uh, absolutely. Because beyond, like, he, he was really pushing to be with Sansa and everything, and that was never going to happen. And so, right. yeah, I, I do agree. It would have been cool to see him on the Iron Throne, but he would have either have had to have got with Sansa, or all the Lannisters would have had to have been dead, and they would have had to have been like, who's the next one? And there was no way he was going to last <laughs> yes. that long. Because yeah. You can assume Cersei and all of them will last until yeah. the end but of the show. Also, well, and quick think... reference, Littlefinger is another contender for favorite character. Yeah, yeah, Anytime yeah. he yeah. was on the screen, I was very compelling. glued to yeah, it. Yeah, very compelling. Yeah, I think one of my backup questions or one that I thought would have been fun to ask is who played the Game of Thrones the best? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. who was the best at playing the game? And I think he was by far, like, one yeah. of the number one contenders. Yep. Him uh, and Marjorie. Truly, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, Marjorie. They're yeah. like... They, like, they knew exactly what they had to do to gain status, to gain public uh, af- appreciation. Obviously, Littlefinger did it very back alley kind of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she was very public eye, you know, which is so fun. I loved all those different mm-hmm, dynamics yeah. of everyone and playing the game. Yeah. Also, not to undercut like how good of a job Cersei I was going to say, yeah, Cersei. It's just that mm-hmm. she's already at the top. Mm-hmm. Littlefinger yeah. and Marjorie are lower down, so you see a lot more of their, like, you of know, their yeah, they're moving the pawns and, and really yeah. strategizing everything. Cersei does, her just doesn't have to fires. work as much because she's already up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, but she the also, stuff she does is... She puts in the work. Yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah, my answer uh, is going to be the most typical... Uh, classic answer and I th- I mean I don't know maybe you guys don't think so but I think Bran should have died season one <laughs> yeah. episode one yeah 
<laughs> if not that, maybe at least when the assassin came in to kill him. You know, because oh, then it yeah. moves it's, the, it's, the yeah. plot along yeah. and all that stuff. But truly, like, he doesn't do much. Yeah. Right? Like, obviously, he does a ton. Yeah. I like but the I like Air the three-eyed crow thing actually. I like that whole arc. Raven, three-eyed Raven, yeah. three-eyed Raven. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like truly, could have skipped. There's it, so sure. much more interesting stuff going on, and then as soon as he becomes the three-eyed Raven, he's no longer like no. There's nothing interesting. Well, he's just they don't do anything yeah, with him. It's a great case of casting a child actor and having that child actor grow up to be not a good actor <laughs> <laughs> or look good, like look at he's all. He's just like, so yeah, boring, yeah. and I know that he's like trying. Yeah. To play like stoic and intelligent, but there are ways to do that that don't just make you want to die of boredom. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, that he's literally not in season five at all. That arc is yeah. abandoned completely and then picked really? back up in six. Yep. Yeah, think about it. He's not in I a single really episode of a full season. A full season that after at all. after Jeez. even they like set him up and <laughs> they Does were that going with the hound or no? Yeah, because the hound quote-unquote dies and then they bring him back yeah. in six but that's like because his story but ends ended, yeah, and then yeah. comes back mm-hmm. that's different yeah. than just kind of abandoning not for a talking season. about <laughs> Bran for a season and then being like oh yeah let's see what oh, that guy's yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah i guess we'll do that that's really, hold the door um, yeah. i i do i will uh, say with the three-eyed raven stuff i do like sure. the way they're able to do flashback stuff like to young ned through his eyes I yeah. like that yeah. that kind of is a part of it. But they could have chosen it. Like, they could have had Arya be the three-eyed raven or someone else. Yeah. Like, it yeah. could so, have been yeah. different arcs that people took. Yeah. Uh, as also, long as it's not Bran or the other brother, Rickon. Rickon, yeah, who does yeah, literally that I nothing. didn't even realize was a Stark until, like, right when he got captured. I was like, wait, what? That's huh? another brother? Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> who is this? <laughs> like... Yeah, man. He needs to learn how to weave. <laughs> yeah. He needs to learn how to juke. Oh, seriously. <laughs> seriously, yeah, running, running in a straight, in a straight line, line away from one archer. Yeah. It's like, dog, that's not hard to survive. I bet I could survive one archer yeah. shooting. Who's like... shooting very slow pace? Yeah. He shoots like one arrow every five like, or so dog, seconds. Just list <laughs> just, to the and, left. and look behind you. Stop for a second. <laughs> See, oh, he shot it. Okay, I'm gonna run in, like to the left, yeah, like exactly. really far. It lands. Yeah. Okay, then just I'm gonna keep running. dog. Yeah, Back this is a this is a we could have done it better, but not writing, just yeah, survival. Just survival. We would have survived yeah, like, the Game on, of dog. Thrones. Better. Like you get that he's a teenager, or whatever. But even then, it's like the most fundamental just understanding of what a yeah. bow and arrow yeah. does. Like, yeah, well, I've had nerf wars at ages younger than him where I've come out clean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll add one more thing with the brand stuff. I do really like the warg ability. I do too. You know, yeah, seeing cool. through cool. the eyes of animals and stuff. It didn't happen really a ton. Mm-hmm. You Especially know, after at least I would have five or four or whatever. Yeah, I would have loved for it to happen more. After Hodor. I, I would have loved. Man. Like, there's just so much they could have. Yeah. Uh, like, if he warged a dragon. Oh. Yeah. Warged bro, a dragon. Or at least in the long night, if he warged um, one of the undead giants and started, like, taking out their forces from inside. Like, it would have been sweet. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know, know. how he's that works with the undead. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah and the other thing, the he's literally a beacon for the Night King. He knows exactly where he is and he draws them straight to them. <laughs> and so it's just, yeah. like, yeah. cool. It's like, bro, have Jon Snow defending him yeah. so that he can fight the Night King. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Anyway. So that's my answer. Cool. Push that kid out the window. Let him, yeah. die. Let him die. I dig. Totally my dig. my answer might be a little bit controversial, but um, I'm gonna say Joffrey should have lived longer, one season mm. longer, just mm. because he 
is way more compelling and aggravating of a character and a king than Tommen is. I think Tommen comes in yeah. too soon and doesn't get paid off for long enough. It's like, oh, hey, Tommen is the is the king. I was like, similar to Nile with uh, Rickon, I was like, who is Tommen? Like, who the yeah. crap is this kid? <laughs> and he's the king all of a sudden. It's just like, yeah. um, <laughs> Tywin is like, yeah, you know, you're going to be the king now. It's like, what? Who is this? I but that's such a cool scene as well when, like, Tywin's, like, you yeah, know, yeah, nurturing him, telling him what makes a great king. Yeah. Into it. No, I, I, I really like it, but Slimy. I think if that would have, if Tommen's arc as king would have just be been contained to season six with like the High Sparrow and all that stuff, it would have worked well. But I think it being a part of season five as well, because he really, even when he's king, he doesn't do much until the High Sparrow stuff comes in. So he's technically yeah. king, but he doesn't really do a lot with it. And Joffrey is just such a horribly unlikable character who does a lot with being king but in just the worst possible ways that i would have yeah. been all right with just maybe one more season with joffrey as yeah, much as i hate great. that character he was yeah very like very well written and yeah he was he, excruciating oh yeah to mm -hmm. watch any scene with well, him, but and that's also a part where you know that's going to ruin your acting career Oh, yeah. Because nobody's ever going to see you <laughs> as like, anything uh, but the worst yeah, person yeah. who's ever lived. It, it is nice He's that like, he was I'm younger, though. Going so for a romantic lead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Joffrey I also, it's... Lead. Opposite Amelia just, Clark. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't really been the right answer for any question, but I feel bad that Tywin hasn't been brought up more because yeah. he's one of my favorite characters great, yeah. in the show. And Stannis. Yeah, too. as far as, again, playing the Game of Thrones, yeah. Tywin understood it mm -hmm. like ironclad. Yep, super well. And he also knew his position in it. He knew exactly like where the Lannisters, like he knew the family business mm -hmm. yeah. so yeah. well. Oh, yeah. He knew exactly very, very how to leverage cool. it so awesome yep. i liked him so much but also i wouldn't have answered him for this question because his the timing of his death was just perfect i thought yeah i agree like there's so many deaths also that i loved um just a few is pedro pascal's yeah oh, mm. so i brutal. loved his character but that death was oh man and i knew about that death <laughs> yeah. i had that spoiled for me in high school so yeah. i knew that, that i knew he only lasted one season but man was he a good character yeah he, he was, was awesome well, and then another death that I loved was kind of with the uh, Martells, the Jamie's daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that shit. Was the shit. Rough. Crushed. It was yeah. rough. Same season, so, man. Mm -hmm. like, what? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Next season. No, it was later. Because they're all yeah. talking about Because it was revenge for Oberyn. Yeah, revenge yeah. For yeah. And he ki yeah. she um, kisses it, her. And the Oberyn oh. thing, just, man, he just does it to himself, too. Because he had beaten yeah. the mountain. Oh, it, yeah. it's so and frustrating. And it's just like, oh, come on, just it's kill him. It's so frustrating. And then, but the fact that Mountain gets on top of him and says, like, I killed her, you know, whatever, and just crushes his head. It's a beautiful moment. It's very well done. Another death that just totally shocked me, took me by surprise was King Tommen. Yeah. That yeah. scene where it's Great just the, the stable camera and he's just looking out at the explosion uh -huh. and he leaves frame for a little while and then comes back and just... Yeah. And, and then yeah, it just he, cuts away. Yep. And it's like, yeah. there's no... There's like nothing going on, like really particularly musically uh -huh. or there's no dialogue. It just happens. And I remember just like... <laughs> like good thing I didn't look down and check my texts because yeah. I would have missed it. You know, yeah. he just the, this, the, so... there is a musical theme oh, well, that plays in that the, whole yeah, sequence yeah, of the Light of the Seven. Oh, so but I think so it good. like finishes and that's when yeah. it jumps, or it's like right. Yeah, at yeah. The, yeah. it's. The I, I remember it being like kind of just like whoop, like it just happens, like not really <laughs> yeah. like 
on a big musical cue or anything. Mm-hmm. He just kind of like, you're like, whoa. He just sets yeah. his crown down okay. and just. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Tom Petty's it. it yeah. <laughs> he was free falling. Yeah, he's, yeah. It, I, I did like <laughs> his death was very well done. I honestly. I loved it. That whole episode. Is that the finale of six? I think. Yeah. Because the previous second to last is Battle of the Bastards. Also an excellent episode. That, mm-hmm. you know, as much as you hate Cersei, whatever. Her planning of destroying the citadel like that, oh. so cool. Yeah, because so cool. with the like wildfire the... and everything, and you know, Marjorie realizes like Cersei and Tommen aren't here, and everyone she hates is here. So yeah. we're about to die, and no one is doing anything about it. Because the High Sparrow, I hated a lot. Again, well written yeah. character, but man, did I hate everything that he did. He was yeah. just so yeah. aggravating. And so when he's just when like, it's... huh, wait. Maybe you might be right about this actually, and then it just blows up. I was like, oh, yeah. and and he's like, yeah. they have like a just a half second of like a disintegration thing, where his bones, yeah. you know, like see his bones powderize, and mm, yeah, it's so good. I I, I yeah. love that whole episode and all the stuff that happens with that, all the kings. And I, stuff. well, I I loved her bringing in like religion as part of her chess pieces, mm-hmm. and then yeah. immediately it Marjorie, her, yeah takes those pieces yep. and then turns them against yep. her. And yeah. it's just like, oh, that religious element is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Marjorie. And, and like, uh, even in history, you know. Uh, oh, I yeah. love so, Marjorie so much. I thought her, I was, I thought I her, the, all the deaths gone. in that I was totally content with. Like, it totally made sense. It worked well. It, mm-hmm. it made sense, but I was just bummed because I liked Marjorie yeah, yeah, and really wanted to see her. Mm-hmm. She was. So she cool. literally just marries Joffrey and then is like, okay, I guess I'll just seduce Tommen yeah, so I can marry him too. marry Tommen also. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant. So very smart. So good. Okay, okay, guys. We're coming we're coming to the end. All right. All right. Well, we've got like a dozen more questions. Yeah. <laughs> but this is our big one. This is We could have done it better. Game of Thrones edition, season eight. Guys, how would you affix the finale? And this is gonna be more discussion, more free form. Um we'll try to put us a, a time limit on it a little bit. Yeah. So we're not going on and Just on rambling. and on. I have because we could. Yeah, I have a thing to start with. Cool. Yeah. And that is <laughs> there is a I would say a significant change in pacing at the beginning of season 7. Yep. Mhm. Um up until season 7 the show is relatively slow burn with mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. It's like not a ton happens per season in terms of like events. It's just a lot of character development and and that kind of a thing. The reason that season seven's pace change didn't bother me was because it felt like it was now paying off a yeah. lot of stuff mm-hmm. that we had been waiting for this whole time. So in in the, like, if we are to compare this to, like, a whiplash in, in a fender bender or yeah. something, okay. the whole season, the, the whole seasons one through six, oh, yeah. are you either. with your head back? Uh-huh just comfortable and normal season Mm -hmm. seven is where you start moving forward still in like a comfortable position but then season eight is where the pacing speeds up even more and there's not enough pre-established to be paying off 
So they're establishing things and paying them off at the same time. And that's where the whiplash rocks your head mm-hmm. right into your steering wheel and, and just and clocks eliminates you, you forever. <laughs> um, eliminates you. So I I like that's I loved I really liked season seven. Yeah, I did I was too, like, actually. All right, I, I did now like, like all of the we're getting in it with the chess metaphor, we're getting into check and checkmate positions now. Like it, this is the end game. Mm-hmm. Stuff's starting to really happen. That like everyone is either on a side with the Lannisters or the Targaryens, mm-hmm. and so you've got this like real team battle element. And there's a lot of sweet previously like tease stuff that's revealed, like who yeah. John is. Um yeah. I love that. I love that um Ned did not betray his wife, even though Catelyn never found out and it's not yeah. really paid off. For those characters, I love that we find out that Ned was pure the whole way through. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Because I, I so, love the character of Jon Snow. Like I said, he was my favorite part. And I really like the fact that he is um, the sister's son rather than Ned Stark's son. Yeah, and yeah. that he's also Targaryen. Like, that all just... But mm. season seven, this is controversial, might be my favorite season. I really did like season seven. Um, it, that is controversial. Even, even down to costuming. I the costuming in season seven is so good. Yeah. I tell you what, I, like, I'll take your word. <laughs> it was unreal. I think seven. There was, um, there's a dramatic shift between Daenerys's costuming in season six to season seven. Yeah. And I think part of it yeah. is because she she's arrives, now in Dragon yeah. Dragon Town or whatever Dragonstone. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And Dragonstone. and there's something about like now her her costuming is very queenly yeah you know and it's like okay like she's gotten there and i just all of the costumes there's just kind of this shift in season seven where i was like all right this looks really cool Mm -hmm. now so visually and in story i loved season seven and then season eight basically had the same thing except pacing bad because now we're introducing things and also paying them off sometimes in the same episode (laughs) and And, yeah. and the the thing is, if you had taken season one Jamie and shown the way that he behaves in season seven and just skipped from first episode to season seven, you'd be like, no, yeah, uh, yeah. that's dumb. You're yep. betraying the character of Jamie. Uh-huh. It's the process of seeing how he gets there that justifies mm-hmm. it. Whereas yeah. in season eight, there are things that have been established now for seven seasons, <laughs> like Daenerys being a merciful ruler. Yeah. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, she just levels King's Landing, <laughs> and you're like, no, that's no, not the it makes it's so yeah, justified. Yeah. What are you talking about? Sto- they really developed starting, her character to get the starting they, late in season. They seven, hurt her friend. They hurt her friend, yeah. guys. Showing her killing the Tarleys, yeah, is like the, one of the yeah. first things where you're like, okay, maybe crossing a line, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But that's season seven, and then season eight. Basically, all the conversation is is she's kind of the hot-headed one, so she needed Tyrion to kind of balance her out and keep her cool. And then it's like, okay, so now we're just supposed to take your word for it that she yeah. wants to level all of these cities and only hasn't because of Tyrion who just showed up. Yeah, And there are problems like that with every single character of just yeah. them doing, now this is the thing that they do at the end, but nothing to back up those choices. Yeah, what I'll, what I'll compare it to is like, this is the Infinity War Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. 
obviously there's big battles we've been waiting for huge set mm-hmm. pieces that we're excited to see all of these characters come together it pay off super well but with those movies and again they're they're movies these aren't tv uh, shows where yeah. you have plenty of episodes oh, yeah. and hours to you know really show these conversations and stuff like those movies every decision by every character was intentional and was backed by everything that's been yep. established. Cause even though it's not right. a TV show, they have previous movies and hours yeah. of content is yeah, establishing yeah. these characters. So they've, they've got exactly, they've got these characters that are coming in who have, you know, things that they want, things that they are, you know, passionate about mm-hmm. things that they will do things that they won't do. And all you have to do is just stay consistent with that. Yeah. Like, obviously I wouldn't say, like Endgame is a, or Infinity War is like a Spider-Man movie, yeah. or I wouldn't say yeah. it's a you know Captain America. Well, maybe it's a yeah, Captain America, Captain America a little but, bit more. So. You know what I mean? But they chose a couple characters to really give the spotlight to the main characters of this whole mm-hmm. franchise, right? Iron Man, Cap, Thor. like the core yeah. Avengers. So that's their movie, mm-hmm. right? I think they should have done that with Game of Thrones yeah. and said, "Who are our big, big players? Who do we really need to write for?" Yeah. If things get a little bit dropped, that's fine with like, you know, Brienne. I love her. Yeah, but they she's, don't need to pay she's off. Not the... John Snow. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, like we'll say, you could across the board, you could do that with those characters of who are like the five we really care mm-hmm. about, right? Yeah. It's going to be the Targaryens, the Lannisters, the Starks. Yeah. Let's nail those endings, yeah. and then everything else will will yeah. will well, fall yeah, into it'll place. Work out, but. Keep it about the characters, even in the set pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure that they're the ones getting focused on. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you like give that Thor slash Iron Man slash Captain America versus Thanos. fight scene. Oh, yeah. Come on, yeah, that's that was sick. sick. Yeah, just the three of them take them on first. Like there was no real story reason for that to happen. It didn't make a lot of sense, but it's so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You wanted it's that. It's delivering happen. on the promise of the the franchise. Yep. Right. Um, and so, and and with the point of like there's not source material uh-huh. for these seasons make it just honestly i would rather it be 100 percent fan service oh, same. yeah then it'd be like oh we're gonna make some do some big twists and turns yeah, we're gonna and... do something even kind of as good as what george rr R. martin is working. <laughs> yeah. like, no it's <laughs> yeah. not gonna happen so just no. give the people what they yeah want. exactly so i mean i we're, we're painting with broad strokes here i yeah. think there's specific things we could change and fix okay. like who ends up on the iron throne yeah you know yeah. that kind of stuff and... and but i think just with these broad strokes like fundamentally change how you're approaching the season yeah um and that that'll do wonders i right i read a i was reading a lot of reviews on imdb and just around like rotten tomatoes and whatever just kind of as i was watching after i finished the end just because there are certain things i am totally fine with in season eight and certain things i totally agree that are horrible um particularly in the last episode but the big one of the titles that i just remember very vividly from an imdb review is george r R. martin wanted 10 seasons hbo wanted 12 David uh, um, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss wanted Star Wars. And I hate how accurate yeah. that is. Because if you yeah. didn't know, Game of Thrones, yeah. the guys who created it and show run the whole show, like had a huge part in writing and directing. David Benioff and D.B. Weiss were hired to make a Star Wars movie and possibly a trilogy of Star Wars movies in like 2018 or 17-ish during like the, the sequ- as the sequel trilogy was coming yeah. out. And in the height of new Star Wars. In the height of new Star Wars, exactly. They were hiring all sorts of people to make all these Star Wars movies since then. Not a single one has been released, but unrelated. 
those two get hired, right? And they're like, okay, cool. We're going to make Star Wars movies. We have this amazing franchise already, but we're just going to rush through it. We're going to make the last two seasons shorter than before, unnecessarily. We're not going to give George R. R. Martin or HBO what they want, which is more seasons. And I think I mm-hmm. definitely would have wanted more seasons. The story absolutely justifies 10 seasons. Yeah. Honestly, 10 yeah. would have been great. 12, I think, would have been pushing it, but 10, there was definitely the content in 7 and 8 to push across 7, 8, 9, 10. Whatever. D.B. D.B. Weiss and David Benioff are like, you know what? We want to make Star Wars, so we're going to rush through these in two years, 18 and 19. And then, of course, in the classic Lucasfilm Star Wars fashion, poorly received um, project means you're fired from Star Wars, which is exactly what happened. They got fired from Star Wars, and now they're not making anything. Like, they made some weird Netflix movie, and that's it. And Game of Thrones was the biggest thing on TV for almost a decade. (laughs) These guys screwed the ending so bad that they're out of work. They don't, they're not yeah. working on anything all because yeah. they want to make Star Wars movies, which they don't even get anyway. It's like if they would yeah. have just focused on making Game of Thrones good, they could have had as much Star Wars crap they want as they wanted for the rest of their lives. But instead they said, no, we're just going to do what you guys aren't expecting, which again is also what people hate in Star Wars. So it's like, oh man. Yeah. Um, I think though, I want it to be clear. So I didn't look up any reasons that other people didn't like season eight yeah i didn't want to like screw up my opinions that just like my pure opinions from having seen it yesterday before (laughs) this podcast i'm I'm excited to look into it now but i'm just going off of purely what i felt not being attached to the books not being really like attached to any outside things Mm -hmm. and one thing that i will say is there are very few character choices in seven and in um, the last two episodes, especially that I necessarily disagree with. Like, sure. I think they were interesting choices. They just needed more time to actually feel justified. Yeah. Like yeah. Daenerys leveling the city could have very yeah, cool concept. Yeah. As mm-hmm. long as it had actually been built up to a point where that makes sense, because instead of it feeling like what, what that scene should have felt like is the surrender bells are ringing Mm -hmm. and now you're sitting there thinking, what is Daenerys going to do? Yeah. Yeah. What actually happened was the surrender bells are ringing and you with your foundation of knowledge of Daenerys are like, okay, fights over. She'll probably fly up and wreck (laughs) Cersei or whatever. And then the end. And instead she starts wrecking it and you're like, what? No, that's not, that's not right. And so if you put it into a situation where you don't know which way the scale is going to tip, it makes that moment more impactful. Mm-hmm. And and instead, what happened was they gave you tons of situations where you knew where the scale was going to tip, and they tipped it the other way to yeah. subvert expectations rather than to actually do something good. And it's like, if you've, if you've figured out those endpoints, you need to track out all of the journey to get to those endpoints to actually justify it and make it a good choice Mm -hmm. rather than just a shocking choice. Something that I, um, I remember Lucas saying, I think when we were talking about rise of Skywalker, um, was when we were talking about Palpatine being Ray's mom (laughs) or Ray's grandpa or whatever. (laughs) Sorry. I'm warned. It's been a day. All right. (laughs) 
I, that would have been I better, have birthed honestly. before. That would have been. He's um, like, I literally no, gave no, no. birth to you. Right? But some, <laughs> something that Lucas said when we were talking about that was I, I mentioned you got to give him credit. It was totally unexpected. And Lucas yeah. said, unexpected doesn't mean good. <laughs> and I've thought about that a lot since then. And that is a lesson that season eight should have should have taken yep. into account is that yeah. unex- unexpected doesn't mean good. What what does mean good is um, like unhoped for. Yeah. Taking what the viewers hope will happen, but yeah. knowing that there's a chance that it will go the other way and then taking it that other way, that's yeah. impactful mm-hmm. and that's really good. But when you just take something that's unexpected because it's betraying the foundations of the character... Yeah. That's where issues come in with with audiences not supporting a choice. Yeah, yeah. Take the red wedding for example, oh. right? Oh my! Oh. It, it was all Rob, like he wanted to marry the person he wanted uh-huh. to marry. He didn't want to marry Mercer Frey's yeah. guy, like Walter Frey's uh, daughter. Walter Frey, thank you, Mercer Frey's. Yeah, Sky Mercer Frey's guy, Thieves Guild. Yeah, it's close yeah, enough. Anyway, um, he Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you would have known he was going to betray him. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> um, no, and so you hoped, like, oh, okay, they come, they came to an agreement. Catelyn was still like, I don't trust mm-hmm. this, you know? Mm-hmm. And But you're like, I'm hoping we can trust it. I'm hoping it yeah, goes well. Out. And then finally, we get into the scene. You hear the reign of Castamere start playing, and you know, and she knows, oh, and you oh, know, yeah. and you're like, this is what you had hoped for is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And what you honestly maybe weren't expecting. Oh no, yeah, I didn't expect uh, it at all. But of course, dreading, mm-hmm. like losing these characters you care about. All of is them. Is the reality. Oh, dude. All of them. That, honestly, yeah. I texted Jared, um, and Niall texted us when he watched this episode. But when I was watching yeah. that episode, right, <laughs> I started watching Game of Thrones over the Christmas break while I was hanging out at my family's house. Um, and I had, you know, it's hard to watch this with, you know, younger siblings around. So I was watching a lot of it actually on my phone. Um, Great, which yeah. I, way intended. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's so, the way it's intended. No, I'm. That's cool. nice. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I watched, I watched so, episodes on. I'm just like watching this episode, right? In, I watched the whole thing on my laptop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so a little yeah, bit it's, better. It's but I watched, bigger. I watched half of it on my phone and half of it on my LG smart fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and the other third just on my Samsung my smart fridge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, okay, but continue, that episode, <laughs> Red Wedding, truly unexpected but done incredibly well because it's not. It doesn't feel um, forced at all. Because yeah. at the beginning of the episode, you're kind of like, oh, wow, Walter Frey forgave that like super easily. That's kind of, but yeah. it didn't feel super unmotivated. It was like, yeah. Yeah, you're just kind of like, like oh, really right. offensively like, maybe he's, like maybe sexual he's got an about angle. it. And I was like, okay, I guess that's how they're going to do this. Yeah, he's just kind of a nasty yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a nasty he's guy. Like, whatever. He's like, yeah, I would have been like that if I had met her too. And it's like, okay, cool, man. But then they're in the actual wedding and it's just. Because especially because, you know, I can't remember Rob Stark's wife's name, but she's like, I'm pregnant and we should name him Ned. And all that is happening. It's like, oh, cool, man. Yeah, all this stuff is happening. Intercut with shots of Catelyn looking at the band and then looking at the guy and he's got armor under his sleeve of normal clothes. And you're just like, no, 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 no. And then it starts and it's like, yeah. See, that's that's unexpected, but it's justified oh, yeah. by yeah. the actions of all of the characters and the motivations of all of them. Because the, the, yeah, they messed the up. first one to die, they shouldn't have, you know. 
They yeah. they weren't willing to play the Game no, of Thrones. They did it poorly. They yeah. died yep. because they of did it, it poorly. Exactly. As much as I just love those like characters, Ned. but the first one to die is the wife, just getting stabbed over and over in the stomach. I know. And and the stomach. Like, no, no, what? no. Oh, oh, and then yeah. Oh. yeah, everyone else just falls, and then Catlin. The episode ends with Catlin's neck just getting <laughs> gouged open. Cut right <laughs> up. Oh, oh man, Brilliant. that that is. It would have yeah. been like I said earlier. It would have been cool for Catlin to have found out that Ned was. Um, a good guy after all while she was still alive but there was no way for that to happen um yeah but yeah going back to season eight which is kind of what the question like we're the whole discussion i think um the first three episodes of season eight i was all right with i really liked Me how too. they were building well, to the long night i, I was, didn't like the long night well no that's the fourth episode The lo- that's the third oh episode. it is really oh geez yeah then yeah i will say Dude, the first two episodes up, i thought did a pretty good setup of the long night yeah. the longest series uh, the longest episode of the entire series is a battle that's not motivated by character really at mm-hmm. all and yeah. is dark the entire time yeah that is a I huge like, complaint that like, people have had which i didn't yeah I, i'm yeah. just like it's it like i get it's the long night it's a cool set piece or whatever but to have an 82 minute episode that's all dark and has maybe like three total minutes of dialogue. Yeah. And other than that is just swords clanging is like, I, I don't attach to this. Yeah. My, the battle of the bastards honestly, is, oh. is the last like 20 minutes of that mm-hmm. episode is the actual battle. And, and it's like, it feels long, you know, yeah. whereas well the long night is 82 straight minutes of non-dialogue just fighting and no matter how much you care about these characters you're gonna fall off of interest Mm -hmm. with with well the other thing is so many of them had such thick plot armor too way too many people lived really like kind of what jared was saying if they would have just focused on who needed to live we could have gotten away with just john and Arya living or sansa um because sansa i think i like the way her character is queen of the north and whatever but yeah. and John had to you know continue. But everyone else should have died. Brienne should have died. Theon, uh, Theon did die actually. But Arya could have totally Not died. Tormund oh, could have died. In that fight, he dies, the Baratheon man. guy. All those guys yeah. totally could have died in that scene. Yeah, we have Jorah who dies and Theon who dies and the little Bella Ramsey or whatever her name is. Yeah, Bella. But Ramsey it was like they it. chose to die. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. You know what I mean? It it didn't feel like. I mean, I can't remember how. It didn't feel like loss. It felt like sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is like cool. That's fine. But but that we gotta lose people in this fight. In in the long night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like specifically (laughs) in the fight with the Night King. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's got a dragon too. It's like, well, and have him, dude. He could even just re-raise them. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then it's like even worse. You're like, no, no. I don't want to. And yeah. the yeah, it, it was whatever, just, man. Yeah, do all that, that first scene where all the white, I don't, not the White Walkers, but just the zombies are like crawling for it. And it's just it's quick. It's like in World War Z. Whites, the whites, yeah, where they're just yeah, it's a literal bad. flood, and people start just fighting them, but then they just keep fighting them off. Well, like there's a, that scene mm-hmm. where they're like tracking all these characters, and Brienne is like up against a huge army of them and everything, and it's like they yeah. all lived virtually unscathed, and yeah. I get it, but it's like, come on. Like, you can kill these characters. You should kill them. This is Game of Thrones. This is the show where do- people die, and you didn't do that at all. Because the other thing yeah. is, a lot of those characters that live, they don't end up dying, and they don't really have anything more do to anything add else. to the show. Like, sure, Brienne yeah. writes about Jamie in the little book, but Tyrion totally could have done that instead of her. Like, there's just little things yeah. like that that are totally unmotivated that it, it just would have felt a lot more impactful for this huge battle 
again, to have culminated with Jon Snow and the Night King fighting. Biggest thing yeah. that I think that could have done better. Um, but then everything else just, you know, everyone's like, oh. Yeah. And then they just have a party at the end. They're like, hey, guys, you know, we did it. Isn't that well, cool? And like, like, it was an 82-minute episode to get to us. The, the only thing that we knew was going to happen in that episode was that the Night King's going to get killed. Yeah. Is the only thing really that happens in that episode? That, yeah, has to happen. Everything else, no one he should he be gets safe. killed, and nothing else in that episode really matters mm-hmm. that much, mm-hmm. other than we need to know it's a big fight. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so yeah. seventy of the eighty-two minutes is just showing us look how big this fight is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then about and... twelve minutes is actual plot progression <laughs> well in in a show again with huge battles mm-hmm. like we've yeah. seen huge battles my favorite episode personally of the entire show is the battle for the wall against the the wildlings mm. oh, right so cool. it is first of all one of the only like the first episodes that's entirely dedicated to one thing mm-hmm. yeah it's yep. just yeah. one and, battle mm-hmm. and it's like every step of it there's like a progression then there's a consequence to that and, and you know it keeps moving forward you have to fall back you know they, they are gaining ground and it feels like this battle is alive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i mean and maybe this battle was not supposed to feel alive because they're all like yeah. but nice <laughs> Tips <laughs> <my> lady. <laughs> but what we got instead is a very like you were saying now very stale yeah. very just oh swords clanking yeah. for so long <laughs> Some so, characters so. running around trying to do some stuff, and then, you know, John not making it to the final fight because he was a little he was a little tardy. <laughs> yeah. oh, dude, I okay. So another thing, a really big gripe I had was that they killed Rhaegal so easily. Rhaegal the dragon, the um, dragon, so oh, yeah, easily with the just the bows, bow just immediately gets shot down. Yeah. And then Daenerys is then able to conquer all of King's Landing, which is the one dragon. When the other one was killed, like it was nothing. I, I do like the Night King killing the first dragon and then taking it over. I thought that was sick. So Undead dragon cool. taking down the wall. I mean, come on. That's so cool. And let's note, that was in season seven. Yeah, that, yep. Seven, yep. yeah. I you think know, before it really fell It would have been cool <laughs> yeah. if during the long night, like, the undead dragon had killed Rhaegal. There, that would have felt way more motivated. And I get why they wanted Big to kill time. the second dragon so that Jon doesn't have a dragon. But that's still dumb. Um, uh, yeah, but number one thing for me, honestly... <laughs> is Bran being on the Iron Throne is just the worst possible character. If it's not going to be Jon Snow, it should have been Tyrion. I hate the dialogue of that whole scene, too, where they're in the council, and they're like, well, Tyrion, why don't you do it? And he's like, no, it can't be me. And that's the that's it. That's the rationale yeah. behind it. And he's like, so let's it's have... It's because of stories. Oh, it's about what stories. Do we, have? we have stories. Dude, that whole dialogue, I was like, you can tell, like, um, Peter Dinklage is an excellent actor i think he's the best actor in the show his performance is consistently the best i think in the whole show and you can tell just behind his eyes as he's saying this dialogue he's like why is this what it is like why is this what my character is saying like he's still doing a great performance but he's like who has a better story than you know brand the broken and it's like broken get out of here that is the worst possible justification for choosing a king too especially because he's like no i can't be king in the north no 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 that's not for me then it's like well why do you think i came to king's landing and it's like no way no shot that that is i i hated that i'll say though 
Bran ending up on the Iron Throne didn't bother me as much as as it seems to have bothered me. It bothered me a lot. And I I knew it was coming. I knew he ended up on the Iron Throne. Oh, really? I I, had no idea. I 100% knew it was happening. And I knew it was coming the entire time I was watching it. And even before knowing anything about the characters, I was like, that is a dumb decision. Before watching the show. See, I didn't know that. I would have preferred Jon Snow, obviously. But Hmm. in the actual situation that they were in, taking it from where it was, Mm -hmm. it made sense to me that it wouldn't be Tyrion because if nothing else just Grey Worm's hatred for him and the Unsullied's, like, <sighs> lack of willingness to follow them, which also begs the question, why would they be willing to f- follow the person that he nominates? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> sure. that's its yeah. own thing. Because yeah. that, that, that sure. whole dynamic of Grey Worm, like, fine, I'll let you... He's like, no, no speaking, Tyrion. And then he is like, okay, fine, you get yeah. to do this whole speech No speaking, and Tyrion, except choose our next king. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh but I, I did think... Um, the justification of Bran having a comprehensive knowledge of all of their history mm-hmm. is a good justification for like, okay, here's why maybe he should be king. I sure. like that makes sense yeah. to me that like, okay, now he is, he's this world's computer. He's the database for everything that's gone wrong. But Stephen in the Hawking is never <laughs> considered to be a <laughs> politician. Like yeah, in the real world, them... it's not like who's yeah. the smartest guy. He's the or who yeah. knows the most about stuff? Oh yeah, he has the, yeah. because there's way more to being a politician or just a leader than just knowing stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, Brian it's has not the in doing, it's not the men task. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not like hey. You I mean, know, Paul is kind of pseudo, you know, but like here. yeah, you lead us. But because you're a literal. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I get the choice. I, I get it. I would have preferred. But Jon how did Snow, it make you feel? In that, it made me feel indifferent. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh sure, whatever. Kind of. It made I mean, me very mad. For it me made too. me feel Whereas, very unhappy. Here's the thing, though. You take even just that conflict of who's the next king, and you turn that into the final season. Oh, of them, yeah. oh, like that everyone totally that's, could have been that's remaining, that whole kind of. Table could have been yeah. multiple yeah. that round table removed from that yeah, setting but, yeah, and yeah, turned sure. into more and political like back, moves and such back alley mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Back would have made politics. it so that Jon Snow could have ended up on the throne yeah. because I agree yeah. in the setting that they had that there's no way that Jon Snow could do it just because he's in prison and uh, he's the one that just killed the queen yeah. there's no way that the unsullied will let him do it totally understand right. but the unsullied why in the situation the show put them in yeah he couldn't be the, the unsullied in reality. He don't have any vestment or stake in the rule of Westeros. They're like they, they yeah, sure. Grey Worm is there, but it's not like they're not yeah. one of the seven houses. Like they're gonna live in yeah, Westeros but, but, now. Well, but, what I'm saying is, what they do have stake in is making sure that the person that killed their queen yeah, is not doesn't survive. Which. In that them case, yeah, seriously, I could've, you could have still... Jon Snow should have been killed, or single combat with him and Grey Worm. Something yeah. like that would have yeah, been way yeah, cool. Yeah. We'll take that. But <laughs> instead, it ended up being basically, okay, we just put Jon Snow in this position where now he can't be king because it doesn't make sense, so we have to pick someone Which else instead. Is and it's so dumb. It's See, a real the other, th- the other dumb thing is, in these last two episodes of the show... Where it's just like single lines are said, literally just one lines of dialogue that just resolve huge things. One case yeah, in point yeah. being the finale when Sansa's like, uh, the North secedes, by the way. And everyone's like, cool. 
and that's like, it. Yeet. It's just like, yeah, the North is its own kingdom. And it's like, oh, okay, right cool. There's no, like, no one's even like, you know, maybe... Maybe that's, maybe that's not, not a good idea. You know, something you can maybe just Maybe the do. show of politics should yeah, discuss some it's, of this. It's just like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. cool. I also, the, I cringed so hard when, I don't remember the character's name, but Catelyn's brother who stands up and is like, you know, I could be. And they're like, oh, you yeah, dumb idiot, crap. sit down. <laughs> See, look, that counts as having a discussion about who the king is. Okay, now we're going to have Tyrion come in, immediately choose Bran, yeah. and then the series ends. Because the other yeah. thing that was dumb is that they have the round table, the the um, you know hand of the king. You know Tyrion's just immediately hand of the king again, again, super quickly. Bran yeah. is like, "Hey, you're hand of the king again." Tyrion's like, "Cool, that's it." Nice. Yeah. And then they have the round table, and people sit down. And it's like, "Hey, look, it's me, Bron. I'm the master of ships." And then it's like whoever the master of coin is. Yeah. I don't even remember. It's like, I "Hey, look, it's me." I think yeah. he was the master. He was master of coin. Davos was Master of Ships, that's what it is. And it's yeah. like, cool, we don't get any explanation or anything beyond this. They just say yeah, their just role. Like, okay, and then they, they have, have status because they survive. Joke. Tyrion says a little joke, and then that's the end of those characters. We move on to the next scene. Yeah. <sighs> yeah it's, just, it's just a rush. Well, hey, it's way hey, too listen. rushed. Seriously, just, just like, the long night, just building up to Night King could have been a season, and just building up to Jamie or Cersei could have been a season. Yeah. But instead, yeah. there are two episodes. But, and then the aftermath could yeah. have been a season uh, we've talked. Just like so the long night, That's ten. we, we exactly. could call this the long podcast yeah, it's, it's because our, it's yeah, the longest long probably episode we've ever done. Um, <laughs> so listen, there's so much more that we could say. True. And we'll say all that and more to each other not on yeah. this podcast or maybe on this podcast. <laughs> or, yeah, so, uh, like yeah, it if you Game want a part two. two. Yeah, like, honestly, like for part two. Honestly, we could do full fan questions on this. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Game of Thrones, there's a lot of potential here mm -hmm. but uh we got to wrap it up just because we got other stuff to in the, do with the life. world to do. let me just finish mm. by saying no i went on a huge okay. tangent about season eight but that's only because i love the other seven seasons so much i really yeah. do love yeah, this show and i was always apprehensive to start because i knew how it ended and i didn't like how it ended even before i started but i still watched it <laughs> and i would still say it's worth watching however yeah yeah it doesn't make the eighth season any less frustrating for me but i do love the other yeah. seven great totally yeah. recommend really really cool show a lot of stuff i'm excited for the future of the world you know house of the dragon i thought was awesome whatever other spin-offs they do i'm hopeful yeah still doesn't forget for season eight we agree yeah. we agree totally <laughs> season eight bad the rest of it good yeah. um i know that a lot of people don't like season seven but i do like those people seven, are yeah. ugly people physical um so thank you guys so much for listening or maybe watching, watching. yes i will get Last this episode up yeah. earlier available Great. only on yeah. youtube so don't try watching on spotify yet i still have to figure out how to do that but if you want to watch yeah, it it's a whole thing we'll have this episode which is the game of thrones episode and last episode which is the actors episode on youtube to watch so if you're amazing. interested go there <gasps> amazing that's crazy yep can't believe it also um, man came well, shirt brought to you by sick prince isn't it so cool and good yeah sick prince shout out thank you shout guys out. so much for listening we love you all even if you're physically unattractive because of you not liking season seven. <laughs> and we'll see you on another Man Cave Movie Night Monday. Okay, we love you. Bye-bye. Flame on. <laughs>